Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andrioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone, you may recall that a couple episodes I did an Oscar predictions roundup. I went through every category, and uh, I laid down my predictions based on the nominees. And then I promised that once the Oscars actually happened, I'd come back and revisit them, see how well I did. So, uh, yeah, uh, I did that. I did that, and uh, now the Oscars have happened, and I should maybe not be hosting a podcast about movies. Nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Don't worry, the show's not going anywhere. Or maybe you were celebrating, I don't know. Maybe you were like, oh, thank God, finally. Which in that case, I mean, you can just stop listening. I mean, please don't, but, you know, if you guys start listening to this like crazy, I can start earning money. Like, it's $15.00. Per 1,000 listens. So, right now I have like 20 cents, I think. Maybe it's 17 or 20, something like that. It's a very small amount. Uh, it wouldn't even cover the processing fee to get that money to my actual bank account. But, if one of you guys is really devoted and is like, you know what, I'm going to play this on my iPad, my TV, my Apple Watch, my phone, my computer, and my work computer and my radio i don't i don't know somehow we we go through every one of them a thousand times i mean i could start stacking holy crap anyway anyway uh where was i going with this oh yeah the oscars okay i didn't do too good that's what i was trying to say that's what that was all supposed to be about all right all right all right, all right. so these are these are in a different order unfortunately from the article that I... So the article I got was CNN. That's where I got all the nominations. And I just did that order. And then I... Uh, I, like... You know, I went down and I picked the one that I thought was going to win. And now I'm on the official Oscars website. And it's in a different order. So we're just going to have to search. Um, hold on. Let me get a pen. We're going to check these off as I go. Alright. I'm sure you guys are loving this. It's great. It's great for audio. I know. Alright. So, first one on this list is performance by an actor in a leading role. And uh, I'm not going to go through the nominees again. I mean, I'll talk about them if I, if I need to. But, but anyway, it'll just kind of be in conjunction with the discussion if necessary. It'll keep this episode from dragging as if it isn't already. And then, uh, and then yeah, I don't, it'll just, you know, it'll flow a lot faster. So, uh... I chose Joaquin Phoenix, and this is awesome, but Joaquin Phoenix won. Uh, so I, I based this off of the Oscars usually go for what's the most acting, not necessarily the best acting, which isn't a knock on Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. Even though I don't like that movie, it's it's just it's just a fact. Uh, so yeah, so I went by that metric, and I put him at the top, because this is definitely the most flashy performance of, uh, performance of all the nominees. And I turned out to be right, actually. And if you think I'm manipulating your results, you can go back through. I have everything written down. And then, you know, it's it's recorded. And and plus, don't worry, I got a lot of this stuff wrong. So I'm not going to make it seem like I got everything right. Don't worry. Uh, Alright, performance by an actor in a supporting role. I had this Tom Hanks because I thought that's a super safe bet. And it was Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, again, I feel really bad. Uh, I still haven't seen this movie. 
and I, I do still really want to. I really, really do, trust me. I just haven't quite gotten around to it yet, but I trust that all of these are very good performances. I mean, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci were great, but I just thought, uh, I really thought Tom Hanks would, would secure this. He's just like, I don't know, he's such a mainstay, but either way, uh, I guess that wasn't as safe a bet as I thought it was, and, uh, and yeah, Brad Pitt pulling, pulling his weight, that's for sure. Performance by an actress in a leading role. Uh, I had uh, Scarlett Johansson, and it was Renee Zellweger. Uh, Judy? I feel really bad about this. I don't know what that movie is. Uh, I have never heard of it until this this moment, and I, I, I mean... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I definitely did look this up before. Uh, because I think it was nominated maybe for hairstyle or something. And I was like, what is this movie? And then I looked it up. So I actually did know what this was. But, I mean, cool. I feel bad, but cool. Uh, that That's good. I don't, I don't really have much to say about this one. Scarlett Johansson is a great actor, though. So is all of these. Sasha Ronan, um... Charlie, Charlie's their own, Cynthia Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Every all of these are really great actresses, so it's kind of a stacked category. And for real, this is this is all kind of just guesswork, cause it's very similar to like a, a judge based sport where it's like you may think it's your best one ever, and then they don't think that. So I, I don't know. This is it's all it's a bit it's a bit tricky, but uh, but I yeah did not look out on that one. Um. Oh, actually, I'm gonna put. X's for the ones I got wrong and checks for the ones I got right as I go through here because I want to total up like what my percentage was. Alright. Man, you guys could probably tell there was not much preparation going into this. I kind of just hopped on, uh, which is something I don't usually do. I usually like have a good prep period, but this time I just kind of sat down and bam, I went into it. So we're kind of going through this uh, live, but. Uh, performance by an actress in a supporting role. So, dang it. Are you kidding me? Okay, it was Laura Dern in Marriage Story. That's who won. I had Florence Pugh. <sighs> Whatever. I'm not mad about it. It's fine. I thought it was a safe bet, but apparently not. So, okay. Best animated feature. This one pisses me off. Listen, I know Missing Link wasn't a perfect movie. I know it wasn't. But it's so, like, technically amazing. Like, I'm not discrediting computer animation. I know it's, it's you know, I know it's very time-intensive, and it takes a lot of skill, and it's something I could never do. But I, I don't know. Just the attention to detail and the incredible amount of work that goes into creating a feature-length anime or stop-motion movie. I don't know, man. I was really, I really thought, but, uh, but whatever. Man, Travis Knight, though, he's a great filmmaker. I, you guys should really like... Uh, Dewey, did I even say... It's Best Animated Feature, sorry. Uh, that's the category. But um, but yeah, Travis Knight is, is a really great filmmaker. He made uh, the new Bumblebee movie, which also wasn't, wasn't great, but it was definitely the best of the series. Uh, and then he did Kubo and the Two Strings, which is a really, really great movie, so... So yeah, this this guy's really really great. I'm sucks he couldn't pull off the win. I like Toy Story four fine. I just didn't think that it did anything really revolutionary, or like worthy of the win. Like it's fine, but it's kind of standard Pixar, and it's completely unnecessary. Like it did not justify its own existence. 
uh, and I, I'm not even going to say Missing Link was necessarily better. I'm just talking purely technically. I don't know. I just thought, eh, whatever. It was kind of a dark horse choice anyway. I probably should have gone with a safer bet, but uh, whatever. It's fine. Once again, I'm mad about it. I'm not. Seriously, trust me. I'm not mad about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Crap. I've literally gotten one right so far. Uh, achievement in Cinematography nominees. Oh, let's go. I got this one. I got this one. 1917. Uh, again, it is so difficult to make a film look like one shot. Uh, I've attempted it, and back when I was way more into doing short films, and I was I quickly uh, abandoned it. It is my favorite kind of shot, unbroken shots. I'm always the one that's like, why, why would you cut there? Why would you cut? That would have been so much better if it was in one shot. I love single take sequences. So I am so glad that, uh, that, you know, movies still do that. And then it happens for a whole movie. I mean, like Rope is one of the best Alfred Hitchcock movies and that's all in one shot. So that kind of stuff is really impressive. And I'm so excited to see this movie. I remember a, a while back, I don't know if I ever told you, but uh, I, I, I had talked about on the show that I had plans to go see 1917, and I did. I did. And then our practice was changed to a time where we couldn't see it because it was right in the middle of practice. And I was so mad because the other times it would be like, okay, this one is fine, but then we won't be able to get from the theater to practice in time. Or like, this one's fine, but but it's like... It's like practice ends at 3, and this starts at 2.45, and at that point, we're not going to get there in time. And it, it really sucked, but but I do still have plans to see that, especially once it hits home video. I really wanted to see it in theaters. I just, ah, man, diving is a really intense sport. Don't let anybody tell you different. Uh, all right, achievement in costume designs. Damn it. Come on. Little Women won. Um, I'm not mad that Little Women won. I'm mad that I didn't get this one right. Uh, let me find it. Uh, costume design. Oh, wait. Hey. Hey, I actually did get this right. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. It The costumes do look really good. I'm sure the materials are very high quality, taking you from modern day to, uh, to a period setting is, is not, is not, uh, not nothing. So it is, it is very impressive, and I'm glad that it pulled off the win. Again, a lot of these are really hard, because I feel like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's just kind of, you know, it's just like, it's just clothes from an, uh, another time that you could still f find or, like, closely replicate at, like, a vintage store. Uh, and then Joker, it's just kind of guys in suits except for him. Jojo Rabbit, I mean, it's like, I don't know. A lot of these things are stuff that's been done before. The Irishman, I'm surprised that even got nominated, because it's, I mean, it literally is just guys in suits. But, uh, but yeah, Little Women, I guess, it definitely had very impressive designs for the dresses and the clothing and everything, so I think that's good, and I'm, I'm glad I have at least three on the board. Uh, so I am, I'm three for seven so far. That's, that's not terrible, I guess. That's less than a 50%, but whatever. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Achievement in directing. Shit, I know I got this wrong. Uh, uh, where is it? I know I put Martin Scorsese, and it was, uh, oh god, <laughs> Bong Joon-ho, I think that's how you say that, it's not how you say that, Bong Joon-ho, yeah, that sounds kind of right, shoot, I feel really bad, uh, 
I didn't really talk about this yet, but Parasite slept, like, it swept, man. What a, what an unexpected kind of dark horse. I wish I would have bet a little more on that. It sounds really good, and it looks really good, and I've seen a lot of buzz. Uh, I should probably look into where to find these movies and stuff. I feel really unqualified to talk about most of them. Uh, like, I've seen some of the big ones, but, of course, Parasite is the runaway, uh, like, favorite of the Oscars this year, and I didn't see it, but, uh, but yeah, come on, where is it? Martin Scorsese, Best Director. Yeah, I got that one wrong. I thought it was a safe bet. I really did, but I guess not. Mm, all right. Best Documentary Feature, American Factory. I got that one wrong, too. Come on, man. The only one I heard, I figured, okay, that's the one that has most, the most buzz. Uh, like, I figured for sure that one was secured because I didn't really hear much about the other ones. So I figured, okay, this one's getting a lot of buzz. People are saying really good things about it. That's probably going to be the one, but I guess not. I've, I've actually not had a bad track record with documentary features. Like, I guessed Free Solo, uh, and I got the, the ones before that too. But I don't know. I guess this year the, the winning streak is... Sadly, come to an end. Um, documentary feature for Sama. Yeah, I got that wrong. And I got the documentary short wrong, too. I've been St. Louis Superman, which I watched, and is a really great movie. But I guess I probably should have watched a lot of the other ones. I should have gone with the one with the longest and most strange title. Uh, what, what, what one was learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl? I should have just... I should have just guessed it. It handles uh, war zones, it handles uh, womanhood, it handles like adolescents learning to, to be a better at a sport. So, yeah. I should actually check that out. Hold on. That's not, that actually is a really in, intriguing title. Whoa. Ooh, that actually does look very interesting. Huh. Again, this is terrible podcasting, but this is very interesting. So it's the story of a young of young Afghanistan girls uh, learning to skateboard. Huh. Okay, that that probably should have pulled off the win. I I think I should have seen that one coming. I should have done more research into it. Story of a young Afghan of young Afghan girls learning to read, write, and skateboard in Kabul. Uh, Skateboarding gives them courage and life skills that help them thrive and adapt to the challenges that lie ahead. Damn. I really should have seen that one coming. Oh, well. Uh, better look next time, I guess. That does sound really good, though. And what a unique premise. That's something cool that uh, we don't see a, a lot of as views into that world. So that's cool. Achievements in film editing. Okay, ow. I swear I got this right. Uh... This is so weird because mine are out of order. The iron. Come on. I got this one drawn too. Uh, I put the Irishman. It was Ford versus Ferrari. I should have seen that coming. I swear I might have changed that. I mean, I obviously I didn't because I didn't write it down. But that is crazy. The match cuts and everything that you need to do. Everything that goes into crea- creating a, a good racing sequence is insane. Like, like matching... Like, think about it. So you have to have cameras all around the track, and then you have to, like, match 
like when it comes around and then you have to like take a shot and uh, and and then like merge it just right so like you see the car come around the turn just right and then if you start doing multiple takes then you have to like merge takes and make it look cohesive and then I mean yeah they do a really good job of keeping it fast paced and then showing the the drivers in the car which is something I really appreciated about the film so yeah that's definitely a, a deserving win I I wish I could remember better why I put the Irishman I think it would just because pacing a three-hour movie, three-and-a-half-hour movie, would be nearly impossible. And so I was like, oh, the editor of that, you know, really deserves a lot of credit, but apparently not. So, uh, yeah. Okay, best international feature film of the year. Okay, please, 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 please. I think I got this one right. Uh, yes, I did, I did, I got it. Uh, shoot, I keep hitting my mic every time I move the, the, the book. But yes, I got that one right. Okay. That's just the one I hear the most buzz about. And I, yeah, it does sound really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking it out. Keeping a makeup and hairstyling. Got to the number two, I think. Short films, makeup and hairstyling. Come on. I put Joker. I don't know why I put Joker. I don't even want to talk about it. Achievement in music school. Oh, oh, this one I got right, right? This one I got right. Okay, this is Achievement in Musical Score. Best score. Yes, let's go. Joker. Okay, I did have that one right. It's a good score. It is. It needs to shut up, but it's a good score. Uh, it's it's overbearing, I think, but I don't think it's used well in the movie, but I think it's a good score. Ooh, I got this one right, too. Uh, Achievement in Music written for Motion Pictures, a.k.a. Original Song. It's I'm Gonna Love Me Again. I'm glad. I'm glad I got that one right because that one I actually did like real research for and this was easily my favorite song of all of those. So especially Into the Unknown. I just I just did not vibe with that one. I don't know. Not feeling it. Uh Best Motion Picture of the Year. What did I put? Ah, I put the Irishman. Frick. It was Parasite. Of course it was. I should have just done Parasite for all of these. Even if it wasn't nominated. Uh eh, Parasite. Uh, total, uh, listen, this is a stacked category. This is something really hard. I think the only ones that I was, like, nearly sure wouldn't win were Joker, uh, Joker, Marriage Story, and 1917. Those just don't seem like the type of movies that the, well, maybe not 1917, because war movies traditionally get a lot of love from the Oscars. But, I don't know, Marriage Story, I just didn't feel like I heard enough, like, best picture buzz and joker of course is not gonna win it's a superhero movie i mean it's it is very loosely so but it uh, there's just that stigma of like based on a comic book i don't know i just i knew it wouldn't pull it off also doesn't deserve it uh and then yeah these other ones though did seem like they had a pretty good shot and i really did i was really banking on the irishman just because martin scorsese and the talent involved with it but i mean this is very different from last year, where people are actually talking about Parasite as though it deserved to win, whereas last year it was like, Green Book did not deserve to win. So I'm I'm looking forward to checking this out, because, you know, when something wins that much and people aren't disputing it, I think I, think I like to pay more attention to general consciousness, like, what do people who aren't necessarily in the industry, but, like, follow it very closely and see a lot of movies, like, what are they thinking about it? 
because I think that's a much better gauge of, of how enjoyable or like truly great these movies are because I mean, yes, achievements in art are very important, but, uh, but that's not always what the Oscars sees. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of outdated and it's not a, it doesn't, I think there's a reason that people don't really take it seriously anymore and you can often see a formula to how they'll vote and it's usually not the best candidate. It's like based on something that was pre-established, but maybe this is a turning point because I tried to base it on that and clearly that was wrong, but, but yeah, let's keep going here. Uh, but I, I am glad to see that a lot of people are actually feeling good about the winners this year. That's a good indication that a lot of these movies were well chosen, which isn't always the case. So I'm, I'm glad to see that production design. Yes. Yes, sir. Production design. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I got that one right. Okay. So, okay. We're not doing terrible. We're doing pretty bad, but not terrible. Uh, a lot of these were actually really good. I think the the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, nineteen seventeen. I just again not discrediting work. I'm just saying that it's a very stock aesthetic that is has become very easy to duplicate because it's been done so many times. Once upon a time in Hollywood is capturing such a very specific point in history, and it did so much to really create that atmosphere and really draw you into it without even seeing the movie, just reading articles about it and knowing the amount of care and precision that went into uh, creating this, you know, take, really transporting you back to this time. I, I definitely figured it could secure the win, and I'm glad that it did. Not just because, I'm, you know, like, I'm happy for the movie. It's not just because I, I won. Um, or I won. That's not what I mean. That I got one right. That's what I meant. Uh, ooh, animated short film. Hair Love. This is one of those ones where I was like, you know what, fuck it, I don't, I've never heard of any of these movies, so I'm just gonna go with the one with the weirdest title, uh, and, uh, it worked out. Oh, did I get this one right, too? The Neighbor's Window, best live-action short film. Oh, I did! That was the same thing. I've never heard of any of these movies, so I'm gonna go with, uh, most interesting title, and that was it. Sound editing. Um, somewhere around here. Sound editing, Ford vs. Yes, let's freaking go. Sound editing, Ford vs. Ferrari. It just, it creates an atmosphere. The The racing scenes really have a very specific and unique sound to them, and it really immerses you in the scene. And so, yeah, this definitely deserved the win. Uh, although, again, I, I don't, it's very hard to distinguish if you're not, like, proficient in the medium, what the difference between editing and mixing is, but did my best to base it on what I know, and while I'm, like, not super clear on the delineation, I think, I think, I, I think I get it enough that I, I tried to, try to base it off of, of how the movie went. Bro, no way! Dude, sound mixing, 1917, I got that one right, too? That was genuinely just a shot in the dark. Like, I had no idea how that one could go. I figured, Ford vs. Ferrari, 1917, or Ad Astro would win, just because, like, space stuff, messing with sound with that is very common, and I figured, you know, that's something that, that could, that goes into the mixing process. Ford versus Ferrari, same thing, immersive sound, uh, but 1917, I also assumed immersive sound, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I pulled those out of my ass, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> um, mm -mm -mm -mm. all right. What's next? We're kind of making a comeback here. I'm, I've been stacking up a few more. 
That's good. We're almost at the end of the list, though, so... Uh, let's keep plugging along. Alright. Achievement and visual effects. Mm. Mm. It was, I, I said it would be The Lion King. Uh, it is not. It's 1917. This I'm actually a little surprised by, because... I feel like The Lion King is, it's like, it's creating something out of nothing, and though I don't respect it, and it's a cheap cash grab, I just, just still thought it's, like, more technically sophisticated than 1917, which I'm sure took a ton of work, but, and I, I bet, I'm betting it has more effects than I would have thought, I just, I guess just, like, war movies, like, they're effects heavy, but they're, like, there's standard stuff. It's like planes and explosions and gunfire and stuff like that you could could do. Obviously not the same quality, but with a basic effects pack on your phone. And and again, that's not to discredit the work. That's just to say, like, I feel like it's really common. And then it's not super groundbreaking. And say what you will about The Lion King. But the realism and just the incredible detail in those movies... It, or in that movie in particular is uh it's unprecedented and it's really like pushing the boundaries of technology so while i i don't you know i don't vibe with the movie just from the standpoint of i don't understand why disney just keeps making the same movies but worse uh but but still i i don't know i'm surprised about this one and then yeah the irishman definitely not and avengers very effects heavy but i feel like over reliant and and it, the effects are good in points but in other points they're not great so and then rise of the skywalker i i don't know adapted screenplay i i'm surprised this is so this is jojo rabbit uh and i put the irishman where is it up here oh wait no i didn't i put jojo rabbit ha <laughs> sorry i keep thinking that i put it in something different but uh, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Okay, cool. Taika Waititi is a fantastic writer. He can balance comedy and humor expertly. This is a, this is a, a, a time in history where that is very difficult, and he clearly pulled it off with a spectacular form, so I, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's keep going. We're almost done. We're almost done. Original screenplay. What?! Whoa! Excuse me? Are you serious? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't win? Quentin Tarantino didn't win a screenplay? What? That's insane. That's insane. Whoa, that really blows my mind. Uh. Okay. Um. Okay. I mean. Alright. Clearly, I need to watch Parasite. That's all I'm gonna say about this one. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Quentin Tarantino didn't win Best Original Screenplay. His screenplays are legendary. That's insane. Whatever, man. Clearly, Parasite is mad slept on by me. Okay. Well, what a disappointing finish. Not for Parasite, but certainly for me. Um, alright, alright, alright. I am going to take a break. I'm going to total up everything. And then we're going to see how well I did. Alright, so after totaling up how many categories there were, and after uh, determining how many I got right out of that, I got a 13 out of 24, which is higher than I thought, and I actually somehow got more right than I got wrong, but it's still a 
54. It's like 54.1. Yeah. So it wouldn't even round up to a 55. Um, yeah. That's a 54%, which is a failing grade. It's better than... It's, it's more than half. I was more than half accurate, but still wasn't great. So, yeah. Um, that's that. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Um, yeah. I mean... Wait, that's 13. Oh, yeah. So I just barely got more right than I got wrong. I feel like I did better last year. I can't remember. I wish I still had the paper, but I feel like I did better last year. Should have recorded it. Um, so, yeah, I did better than I thought I did. I'm more than 50% accurate, it, although be it just barely. And, uh, yeah, that's that's that. Um, man, really surprised. This one kind of got away from me, guys. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to really need to start seeing more... Uh, more Oscar nominees next year, so maybe I can make this a little more accurate a list. I can try for go, try to go for twenty four out of twenty four, as if that were even remotely possible. But I bet somebody's done it. Somebody's definitely done it. All right, well that's about all I have to say. Although I don't know if you guys remember, the second episode of this new season is uh, most anticipated twenty twenty. And I went through, and I starred all the movies that I would see in theaters. And you'll recall, Birds of Prey was not one of them. I actually very loudly and definitively said, I, this trailer, these trailers look terrible, and I refuse to see this movie. Well, things might have changed just a little bit, and I might have gone to see it. Okay, I, that's not true. I didn't go to see it. I saw it. Uh, I didn't go to the movie, so you can put two and two together. But I did see it, and I'm very surprised at my reaction. So, that'll be the next episode. I'm going to keep you in suspense. I know it's a little late, but hopefully it'll be more apt a time, because hopefully this, the the uh, the box office will pick up in the second week, because it's not doing so hot so far, which is unfortunate. It's, well, I don't want to spoil it. I won't tip my hand. But yeah, that's unfortunate. So, I will see you in the next episode. And it will be about Birds of Prey. So check that out if you want to be prepared. Uh, however, however, I would like to say my gratefuls before I get out of here. And what what were they what were they happen to be? Um, what did I do this weekend? Oh yeah 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 I remember. Okay, so I'm grateful for uh, our basketball coach, our high school basketball coach, somehow finessed a game in Philly with another team uh, where we played at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, well, we, uh, they played. I'm not, I'm not part of the team. Uh, I'm definitely not that good. I, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know how they got that worked out, but it's awesome that they did, and it's even more awesome that we got to stay for the Sixers game because, I'm going to be honest, we didn't have a chance, uh, and we didn't win, but... The Sixers not only had a chance, but they slapped up Chicago. And it was a really, really fun game. It's been a hot minute since I've been to the Sixers. Uh, but, but yeah, that was awesome to see. And the halftime show was so cool. Dude, some of those slam dunks, holy God. I want I want to have that job. I want to learn how to do that. Uh, that's That looks so fun. But, yeah, that was definitely the, the highlight. I was, yeah, I was really... Really happy to see that, and it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we got to go. And in between, I did 
Well, I was going to say the Rocky tour. That's kind of inaccurate. We went to the steps and the statue, which is kind of the bare minimum. Uh, I think, I swear I've been up the steps before, but I might not have. And I, I haven't actually seen the statue up close. I've driven past it, but I've never seen it up close. We were going to try to hit up a few more spots, like the the Ninth Street Italian Market and Adrian's Cafe, like the real location, but we didn't end up getting to all that. It was a it ended up panning out a little different than we had planned, but it was still a lot of fun, and I love Philly. It's a great city, so I'm always happy to go there, and we got a little shopping done. I got a 12 pair of shoes and a, a new new t-shirt, so yeah, for sure. It was it was worth it. I was I was very happy to, for all that, uh, and then yeah, you know, I'm also good for my shoes. I just thought I'd say that. I got like over $2,000 worth of shoes sitting in my closet right now, and I'm so lucky and, and blessed to be able to afford that, and I'm so happy that I found a hobby that could bring me so much joy, even though it sometimes brings me so much pain, because those off-white fives are coming out, and there's no way that I could win a raffle. Even if I did win the raffle, I wouldn't have enough money to pay for it, and then I definitely can't buy them on resale that God, white stuff goes for so much money. And this is a really hot take. But if you put in front of me all the off-white Jordan 1s and the off-white 5s and said you can only pick one, I'll pick the 5s. I know, I know I'm insane for saying that. And I know no one's going to agree with me. But I love them 5s, man. I love them so much. So, yeah. And then, uh, although, if you if you put it the Converse, not the, not the ones with the... Um, with the black and white stripes on the on the midsole, um, I'm talking, I'm talking the translucent one, the vulcanized one on the on the midsole. That if you put that in front of me and you put the fives in front of me and you said you can only pick one, that would be a harder choice. I'm not sure which way I would swing on that one because I love those Converse, but I do love them fives. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so I'm also grateful for that, and I'm, I'm grateful that my parents will often chip in and help me get stuff that I really want, but maybe can't, like, I don't have everything in an account, like, I have some cash spread out or whatever, I'm, I'm trying to get something, and I'm glad that they can always, they're always willing to, to chip in and, like, help me move, like, heaven and earth to try to get the newest piece, so that's awesome, so thank you to them, and thank you to my mom for always listening being a very loyal supporter. All right, anyway, I gotta go. Uh, I love you all, and thanks for listening. I will see you in the next one. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, my, my social medias. Um, Movies and More Pod on Instagram, at gbang, really want on Instagram, at uh, moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. That's where you can email me. That's all I have to say. Okay, bye.